who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone and welcome to episode 75 of the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas with eric sanchez we're back after the new garage band uh, update Took me like an hour to figure out, but we got it. We're back with a brand new show. Thanks to my friend Jason for fixing my computer and upgrading the hardware and all the other stuff. Every time you say I'm back, you remind me of that Eric Bischoff song. I know. I thought about playing that this week, but we discovered that that wasn't that good of a song is what I thought we remembered, right? It wasn't that good. Oh, I still love it. Okay. This week's show, we're going to be talking about our favorite musical wrestling-related performances, uh, stuff like National Anthems, America the Beautiful, uh, terrible performances is yeah. mm-hmm. now that'll be fun stuff if you want to guys please follow us on twitter at ppw podcast that's where you will find all the show interaction stuff all the tags all the tweets all the photos memories connections connections with people all that stuff uh positively processing podcast on soundcloud itunes stitcher wherever you get your favorite podcasts from if you're an itunes user and want to leave us a review not only a ranking but a review that would help out a lot and if you want to support the show, whatamaneuver.net, pick up one of our three t-shirt designs and help support the show. We sold a few t-shirts. A uh, free gift will be coming your way. If you haven't got it already, you will. So keep an eye on your mailbox for that. I wore my Coliseum-inspired shirt the other day. Looks good. Any comments? Uh, no, I just wore it around the house. Okay. <laughs> I, I had to let people know that I designed it. Okay, you did? You yeah. I don't know. Well, we've gotten, mm. you've gotten some compliments on the design. It's a good design. Thanks. I Bef- try. Before we get into this week's show, I want to go over really quick my WrestleMania weekend. Even though it's been a couple weeks, I want to give people a recap of, wh- of what I was. And um, go as quick as I can. You you heard a little bit of my stories. Yeah. So I got there late Thursday night. Me and my buddy Tony, we flew in late Thursday, stayed at a hotel in New Jersey. And we p- basically got like four hours of sleep that night because I got in super late. I basically play- paid like 100 bucks to take a nap in this hotel. We got up early, hopped on the train. Uh, then we got off at Penn Station from New Jersey, right by Madison Square Garden. Took a little while to get our bearings to figure out where our hotel was. Found the right subway line, got to our hotel. Get to our hotel, we're like, all right, we're here early enough. Let's go to WrestleCon. We stay at the WrestleCon Hotel. Mm-hmm. So we go there, and I'm in line to get my ticket. And someone goes, hey, Steve, what's up? And like, I didn't know who it was at first. And he goes, it's Ryan. I'm like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. And then like it clicked. I'm like, oh, it's the guy with the Ronnie Garvin um, profile picture on Twitter. So he's the fantastic floor. So him and I were talking for a little bit, took a mm-hmm. picture. It was cool to, to, to meet him really quick. And we kept running into each other throughout the WrestleCon throughout the weekend. So we'll get into that as well. Then I was like, well, maybe we should meet a few people. And I told my buddy Tony, who was with me, I said, Rick Flair's going to have the longest line. Let's just get in his line. So we get in Rick Flair's line. And Ric Flair wasn't there yet, and he was taking pro photos, but we weren't that far back. And by that time, the line had extended all the way to the back of WrestleCon. Okay. So I was like, let's stay in line. And it was cool because we both kind of just like 
tagged in and out. Like he met some people. I met some people. He got a really cool print Rick Flair to sign. I went and met Jerry the King Lawler. He signed my Andy Kaufman two-pack with him and the Jack's Classic one. Uh, just walked around a little bit, checked out some of the merch, nothing too crazy, and ran into a couple other people who were there that day. I ran into KP uh, from KP in DC. He was all, <laughs> he was out of whack and so tired from the day before. And like he was staying in Brooklyn and WrestleCon was in Manhattan and WrestleMania was in New Jersey and Axis was on some boat pier. It was just a mess to get around. Mm, okay. I bet. Yeah. So eventually we get up to meet Ric Flair and Ric Flair, I was just joking with you, he's basically like running, at, running like a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. His, his wife's propping him up and having him sign stuff. He signed my photo or my uh, wrestling figure, I should say, the Defining Moments Ric Flair figure, and that was pretty cool. He signed it Ric Flair 16 time. And a pink paint pen, him and his wife both commented, Wendy or Fifi, whatever you want to call her. Oh, this the pink looks great. And then I ran into a couple other people online, ran into Hova, uh, ran into just a few other people. But so when I'm, you meet these people, do you call them by their Twitter handle? Pretty kind of. We, what's funny is later when I ran into Jeff uh, from the Fully Posable podcast, we were joking like next year for their Fig Life meetup, we're going to need Hi My Name Is and like the, yeah. the Twitter handle because right. that's kind of how people know everybody. And like I would be introduced to someone like, oh, this is Steve. Like you didn't know who Ryan was. I didn't. You're like, oh, you're the Ronnie Garvin guy. Exactly. <laughs> and I did. So he he was like, when people introduce me, he's like, oh, this is Steve. I'm like, huh? PPW podcast. Oh, hey, what's up? Because like everyone interacts yeah. all the time on Twitter. You get tagged in the thread sometimes. Sure. You know how it is. Uh, so we kind of had to haul ass from WrestleCon to get over to Access. Access was on literally a boat pier. So the idea was you would take the subway to either uh, Ninth Street Station in Brooklyn or to the Barclays Center and then take a shuttle over. We couldn't find the shuttle, so we hopped in an Uber. Once we get in the Uber, we get to Access. Access is pretty ridiculously laid out. It's in it's in three different buildings. It's kind of goofy. So I met Bailey. Yeah, and I saw Sasha. something like Pier One, Pier Two. Yeah, they kind of split up like that. Right? It was weird. Like it was it was weird. Um, so I, I was going to meet Bailey and Sasha. So I go to the VIP line, and they go, "Well, your ticket's not VIP." I'm like, "Yes, it is." So you got to go back to get a, a wristband. Like, okay, so I go back and get a wristband. Then I hear someone's like, Steve Fountas. And I look, and it's Nate, ring skirts. So I'm like, oh, all what's right. up, man? And like, I feel bad at first. I was kind of scatterbrained I was just trying to get my damn wristband. And I was all flustered on four hours of sleep. Like, let's try to move, move, move. Yeah. So I've, 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 we, Nate and I talked a ton later, so it's not a big deal. But initially, I was just like a scatterbrain. And he's telling me, he's like, oh, the, the ring, the ring. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. Like, I didn't know what he was talking about. Later, I'll get to what was so awesome about it. Mm-hmm. So I eventually get my wristband, get in line for Sasha and Bailey. And they were kind of taking their time with everybody. They were they were cool. They were nice. And the lady running it was a total, you know, just like jerk. She's like, no personalization. Nope, no this, no that. Like, listen, lady, everybody here paid a pretty decent amount of money. Oh, yeah. They have, there's not like a long ass line. There's the set number of people. So I had come up with the idea, I'm sure all you guys have seen it on Twitter, to have Bailey and Sasha hold up a sign that said, Hi, Molly, hi, Penny. And I was just like, man, this lady isn't going to tell me no. She didn't tell me no. I'm like, screw this lady. So I kind of handed my figures off to her because how it worked is they give me your item to sign, they kind of put it off to the side and, and, and make sure the line goes smooth. So I took like the two signs, like, put them behind my back. like yeah. all, And I kind of, sl- I literally like sidled up the stairs to get to them. And I walk up to Bailey and Sasha and they're signing. I'm like, I go, hey, you know, I, this is these are for my daughters, Molly and Penny. I go, it'd be super awesome if you 
would you hold these signs up in the picture? And Letty goes, no, they're not going to do that. <laughs> You're like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> so Bailey and Sasha just no sold her. They said, absolutely, of course we will. Yeah. They talked to him for a couple minutes and Bailey's like, well, give him a big hug for us. And Sasha's like, that's super nice. And th- that's awesome. We'd love to do it. And uh, they both have a big smile in the picture. It turned out great. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, oh, thank God, because she saw some of the pictures people were posting on Twitter from Access. She's like, these rushers look like they're dead in their eyes. Like, get me out of here. Yeah. But they were super happy to do it. Signed both my figures. Well, then, you perked them up with the, yeah. with the sentiment for your daughters. And then the... Fr- well, She's and, like, that's why we do this. Well, <laughs> well, what's funny is they were cool to everybody. Like, yeah. I could, I was watching them interact with everyone. They were cool with everybody. And what's then the freaking lady, I, it was paint pens on the figures. She stacked them. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Don't stack these figures. I'm not trying. It, luckily, they turned out fine. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we left access. That lady had no idea what she was doing. The thing is with signings, it's like, it's not your signing. Take it. Like, I get it. Some people are like, oh my God, um, I brought you some Jolly Ranchers. Will you eat? Like, they're not, no, we're not going to eat your Jolly Ranchers, you creepy weirdo. Yeah. Um, but I get it. But just take it easy. Like, pump the brakes a little bit, especially at these, these fan fests when it pays a lot of money to do it. Checked out the Superstore. Wasn't impressed with the Superstore this year as far as memorabilia. Picked up a couple things from there. Picked up a shirt from my daughter. Uh, picked up a hat from my dad, a program. Program this year was garbage because they printed it before the match card came out. So the matches aren't in the program. To make up for that, what they did was they printed out these, these like cardboard prints to go along with the program. Mm-hmm. It's kind of annoying. I don't know what, what the thought process was with that, but do better, WWE. You could do better. Uh, but it was still fun to be there, still interact with all the fans. So we get out of access. We were going to take the train back to our hotel, kill some time before NXT that night. So we're, we're the hell, we're like, where the hell's the shuttle? Where the hell's the shuttle? It's raining. It's cold. It's 40 degrees. And like I text, I look at my buddy. I'm like, I'm too old to be standing out here in the damn rain. I'm getting an Uber. It was 50 bucks. Took an hour to get eight miles because traffic was so bad, but I didn't care. Yeah. I was dry. I was warm. I was watching like best fifty dollars you spent all week. It was seriously. I was watching like the baseball game on my phone. Like <laughs> my buddy took a nap. Like it was yeah. perfect. You know, get back to our well, hotel. You the rest. Yeah, just to chill. Get back to the hotel. Had a little snack. Hang on a little bit, and then we went to NXT that night. NXT was an awesome show. Awesome, amazing show. Uh, we. We're on the ninth floor or ninth row on the floor. Had awesome view the whole time. I guess I had an awesome view because I'm tall, so I could see over everybody. My yeah. butt is a little shorter, so but it was it was awesome. Um, not going to go over match by match because you guys saw the show. It was great. After the show, I was texting with Chad from the Horror Movie Barbecue. Him and I met up. Such a great guy. He's so he's wearing Zumbas. Him and I were talking. And like, what's funny is we're sitting there in the concourse, and the people at the Barclays trying to rush people out. Yeah, like you guys waiting for someone. We're out. Miss Gabit. We're both like, oh yeah, we're waiting for somebody because we don't want to go out in the rain and talk. We did the uh, Michael's Diesel pose. You know, I did the Diesel behind him. He okay. was HBK in front of me. Oh, speaking of that, back to access. The other thing we got to do was they had an actual ring, like the old school WWF ring with the blue steel, blue all steel, right. the, yeah. all that stuff. And uh, I went in the ring. We took the picture, and the guy was like, "Don't jump! You can't, we weren't allowed to like really touch anything. The ropes, of course. We leaned over the ropes, took the picture. Yeah. I was like, you know what? We're leaving anyway. I should climb the top rope and like elbow you, <laughs> but we didn't do it. You know, maybe next time. Maybe was next there a lot time. of like security or no? There's just watching? one guy taking a picture, like taking people's pictures. Oh, that was okay. it. It was no, nothing. Um, but that anyway, that was it was cool. Like I, I'd never been to WWF ring before, so that was yeah. pretty sweet to be in there for sure. How uh, big is it? You think it's twenty by twenty? No, like to you, is it? Does it seem like bigger than what it looks like on TV um, or in venues? It seems 
probably smaller because it was in a big warehouse. Okay. Um, but getting in the ring was a little more awkward than I thought it would be, to be <laughs> yeah. honest. Like, it was a little awkward. I, 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 did I'm, you do the uh, Ember Moon jump in on I her did, back? I did not. See, <laughs> they made the ropes extra loose on purpose, I think, so people wouldn't be tempted to springboard or something. Okay. Uh, but it was it was still pretty fun. It was still All pretty right. fun. Uh, so anyway, Sounds fun. Yeah. So we get back to our hotel. It's midnight this time, but I'm like amped from NXT. So me, uh, Tony, my buddy Brandon Hova, we went to a bar. And we're just drinking all night. And I text Jeff from, at like 1 a.m. Jeff from Fully Poles. I'm like, get out here. And he's like, it didn't take much convincing for him to come. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah. So he came out. And he's not a big drinker or anything. So we were just hanging out. And I guess I'll tell this story because Jeff didn't tell it on his show, on the Fully Posable show, because his show is probably more PG than ours. Although they do have a new T-shirt out called Slangin' It. Slangin'. So, and well, I get it. You get it. That's kind of like Slingin'. <laughs> or the, uh, the guy from Parks and Rec and his wife from... Uh, uh, I forget the name of the show, but yeah. you know the Sling TV? Yeah. They're yeah. Slingers. Anyway, uh, there's a, a girl comes up to our table. It's this dive bar. It's me and it's four guys just sitting like 1 a.m. And she starts talking to us. And all of a sudden it clicks. I'm like, oh, she's a hooker. Like it clicked in my head. That's what uh-huh. she was. And my buddy Tony is not clicking because he's so drunk. And we kept trying to leave, and he kept coming back with another round of drinks. We're like, all right, we're staying here. He got his bar tab. He's like, it's like $220. Like, yeah. what did you think was going to happen? Um, but the funny part was, this girl wasted like an hour and a half. And I'm thinking to him, I'm like, how am I going to get rid of this girl? Like, she's annoying. So I go, I got it. I go, hey, have you ever heard of WrestleCon? And like, I said, I'm Greg the Hammer Valentine. I started naming all these wrestlers and stuff like that. So. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, it didn't really work. She still stayed. She's like, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a and, big fan. But the funny part was eventually Tony and her went out for a cigarette, and we kind of see the conversation but can't hear it through the window. Uh-huh. And it was basically her nodding. And my uh, pause, my friend shaking his head, no. And then she stormed off. Like, what the hell? I just wasted two hours of my time. <laughs> so she, he was propositioned. He turned her down. So good on him. Uh, Saturday, we wake up. Well, maybe he was off asking for her to do something that she didn't want to do. No, because she said yes, and he said no. <laughs> okay. Saturday, woke up hungover, but I'm like, I'm going to rally. I got to meet the hitman today. Got to meet Shawn Michaels at WrestleCon because mm-hmm. we were staying at the WrestleCon Hotel. We went, again, went to bed at 3 or 4, woke up at 9 or 8 or 9. I tried to get my buddy up. I'm like, get up, rally. Eventually, he did. We all got up. We're downstairs. We made it. Met Bret Hart. Met Shawn Michaels. Met up with Chad again. Horror movie barbecue. He was dressed up as Marty Jannetty which is a great photo op with Sean. Mm-hmm. Also a great photo op with Marty Jannetty, who was there too. Uh, who else did we meet at WrestleCon that day? My, we met Ric Flair, or I'm sorry, we met Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, who was telling a story about how he saw Muhammad Ali levitate. You know, I, 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 there was one man who could levitate. I would hope it would be Muhammad Ali. Like in his Minnesota accent, he's talking about it. Yeah. Um, met up with my buddy Jeff from the Man Cave Podcast. Met up with my buddy Mark Caruso and his friend. And we were just hanging out at WrestleCon the whole day. It was pretty fun. And what's funny, what lucked out for us and for our friends, because um, also ran to Nate, ran the fully posable guys, him, Jeff, and Celeste. And uh, I was like, whoever wants to use our room to like stash their stuff, feel free. So I was like, oh, thank you so much. That's my one tip for you guys. If you're going to go to WrestleCon next year, get stay at the WrestleCon hotel. It's so convenient to just drop your stuff off. Because like, my buddy got the That's smart winged eagle signed belt of Michaels and Hart had them both sign it. And then Brandon Hova got a Pontiac Silverdome chair signed by Ricky Steamboat. Like, he's like, if I wasn't staying here, I don't know where the hell I would put this damn thing, like walking yeah. around with it. But there are people at WrestleCon who have legit suitcases. 
like full. Like they open it up like a bong box and assemble uh-huh. it. You know, <laughs> good times for sure. Then we had the fully posable Fig Life meetup, which was awesome. Awesome to be there. Uh, there was awesome giveaways, and that was one of the main reasons I went was to see everybody. Because we had the after that that night we had the G one uh, ROH New Japan Super Show, and it was or Supercard. It was an amazing show. Got to see Okada win in the main event. It was MSG was awesome. I was very impressed with MSG Barclay Center. Not so much. Uh, then that night pretty much just crashed and went home that Sunday. I do not regret at all not going to Mania, especially how long it was, and the chaos that was post show. People were in the parking lot for two hours waiting to get home until two three a.m. Well, I'm glad you missed out on that. We did a lot of stuff in a couple of days, and yeah. it was it was a good time for sure. Very, very good time. Awesome seeing everyone. If I I forgot to mention you in that recap, I'm sorry, but we got to get into our show. And okay. what is the show? Favorite wrestling performances as far as musical extravaganzas go. Live events. Yeah. Uh, so I thought of this because I was listening to the, uh, the Our Vantage Point podcast, and they talked about the what are you going to the bathroom or something okay no no just adjusting just, just adjusting the our vantage point podcast talked about the ray charles performance wrestlemania 2 and i was like let me go back and watch that and you know what it's great and we'll talk about that a little bit here um i have some clips prepared to play just for my phone of the musical performances and i don't know i think it'll be fun i had a lot more fun looking back at these than i thought i would yeah and i think you guys sometimes you forget because when you go to look back unless it's like the iconic performances like aretha franklin or something you're not going to mm-hmm. rewatch them these were fun to watch yeah well you had mentioned it about doing a show today you mentioned yesterday and i'm just overwhelmed i'm like look i gotta replace a toilet i gotta go work out i got some yard work to do and i'm thinking i don't want to sit <laughs> and like prepare for this show like at the last minute kind of mm-hmm. even though i kind of knew about it for a week but last week was easter it was busy the weekend just a lot of stuff so I got everything done. I probably started around maybe six o'clock. I'm like, all right, let's just get into this. And the more I got into it, the more I was like enjoying myself. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Good, good. So I started like WrestleMania one and I'm like, all right, well, there's only one performance. And I stopped that, went to WrestleMania two and just kind of went through that. And then I started thinking of performances that I kind of just, I don't know, kind of reminded me of, there was like a tribute to the troops that I remembered. Um, Diddy Dirty Money did a performance okay. of Coming Home. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Motley Crue was on Raw. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's... Let's start with that. Let's start with the crew. Motley yeah. Crue on Raw. So go ahead with any notes you have, and then I'll talk, because I completely forgot about this. Well, in 1998, I was still watching Raw, and I was, I've was i always been like a big Motley Crue fan. When I was younger, it was a lot more, and it was just, I don't know, just one of those hard rock, heavy metal bands from the 80s and 90s that... I don't know. I just, they're really one of my favorite bands. And I remember seeing uh, advertisement from like the week before. It's like Motley Crue is going to be on uh, Raw is War and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait. I want to see what they do. And I remember uh, putting a VHS tape in the recorder. I'm like, I got to <laughs> record this. And I recorded it and I was watching it. Like, it was just so awesome. Like, I loved it. And um, Road Dog, Jesse J, uh, Road Dog, um, Billy Gunn, and X Pac were out there. And yeah. It was just awesome. So when I rewatched this, first off, the crowd was like into it. it was oh, like a it concert. was amazing. Because uh-huh. I think that what I was kind of expecting was them to do one song like I've seen bands do in the past. Yeah. But they did about three or four songs like live, and it was it was a it was the perfect perfect audience for them because this is the Attitude Era and it's metal, it's rock, and all that kind of stuff, and just everybody's going crazy. I was a big fan. Yeah. I, it was awesome. And, you know, Road Dog and Ice Pac are out there like 
grinding up a little weird like these guys are grinding up on my like crew like shouldn't the girls be doing this yeah. but i liked it it was it was pretty great yeah it's it's definitely worth going back to watch yeah. is what the october 26th october 26 1998 monday night Raw. and it's this performance is still on the network it is so i was surprised it didn't wasn't edited for yeah copyright or anything and like it's that. amazing like I, ju- I just got goosebumps watching it again last night with the pyro and the music and the, yeah. the titan tron and someone mentioned um i forgot what his name was on Twitter that it was like the introduction of Chris Jericho. Yeah, his Titan Tron. Yeah, like the stripping girl or whatever. Yeah. I'll try to find his name and give him a shout out here. Yeah. Uh, while you're doing that, my first one is going to be WrestleMania 15. Boys to Men sing America the Beautiful. Okay. And the reason this stood out is because it, this is in Philadelphia and they go, Philadelphia's own Boys to Men. And everyone's kind of like, Boo. Right, boo. <laughs> yeah. But I, th- I heard who. There, w- there was a little bit of like rough patch when they were finding their pitch, but then these guys put out a really classy, good performance. Yeah, a typical boys to men. But, a l- you little know, slow but, and soulful. But, but at the end, everyone cheered for them. So boys to men won over the tough ECW 1999 crowd. So good on them. So they get a shout out from me. You got the guy's name? I'm trying to find it. It's really important. Uh, next up. It kind of is. I, anyways, his name is Peter Valeri, and it's just, oh, best wrestling something. It's it's kind of cut off in my Twitter feed. So I don't have his Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> really helpful. <laughs> Let me pull this up. Really helpful there. Well, well, you're pulling that up. All right. So it's at P-V-A-L-E-R-I-J-R. <laughs> yeah, everybody follow that. <laughs> but anyways, he commented. He's like, it looks like uh, you know Jericho's it was Tron. His Tron, it was. This next one is something that I don't know will hold up to people, especially not our age group, but Limp Biscuit playing out The Undertaker. Oh, for sure. At WrestleMania 19. I for- All right. WWE's favorite band in, in the, the world. world. In the whole world. But I, so I was in 2003, Limp Bizkit was starting to climb like down as far as popularity. Bit, yeah. But pe- before that, they were like the biggest band. I think that album around that time was probably Significant about, like, Other, the, was that what was it was their most, Or was it Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water? It was a Hot Dog Water. Yeah. <laughs> hot Dog Flavored Water. But I love that album. I love rolling. I love seeing American Badass okay. rolling down on the motorcycle. Let, 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 let's talk. First off, performance, they were into it. Like The crowd was loving oh, it. Yeah. There was pyro. Move in. Now move out. Like, like rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you something. The American Badass Undertaker is the lamest character but is that big evil because is he american badass when kid rock gets it or is he still like big evil motorcycle he, guy right whatever now? he is you think it's the lamest oh he is so cheesy for like, 2003 yes come on i hated it then i hate it now i got tired of the uh, the under the old undertaker gimmick and then when he started doing the motorcycle stuff and big evil like i was into it a lot of people were into it just, i was just not me oh, just not boy. me so you were happy when he went back i i wasn't watching like see this this okay. 2000 this time frame i wasn't really watching but looking back i'm like oh my god this is lame oh come on it's okay. It's okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> At least you budged a little. <laughs> it's okay. My next one is going to be WrestleMania 10. And this is Little Richard performing uh, America the Beautiful. Oh, you're gonna see, you may hear some background noise because 
I got some landscapers outside. Forest, stop. Um, yeah, she hears the. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Very, very professional. Get out of here, for Your tail's whacking along the table. Anyway, little Richard. Oh, now my phone's ringing. Hold on, is that, we're we're gonna pause here for just a second. Okay, I think we're back on track now after the background noise and forest. And uh, I'm not gonna edit that out, by the way. It's yeah, be, leave it. Leave. In. So little Richard performs WrestleMania time, which is a fine performance. Uh huh. But this kind of is like I I picked this one because of the Vince McMahon intro. You know, I'm gonna play that right now, like okay. him being really really into his intros at WrestleMania. Little Richard gets a big pop, you know? He does. He's got the choir with him. You wouldn't think a hardcore New York crowd would be a big... If I was li- Little Richard, I'd bring Vince McMahon on tour with me, just just for that intro. Yeah. The original wild man of <laughs> rock and roll. Richard. <laughs> Sorry for the... I hurt everybody's ears there, but you got to get high on Little Richard. You got to. And, you know, I think this was this might have been where Vince got obsessed with Johnny B. Bad, the character Probably. WCW. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I want him. <laughs> Give me I him. don't want Mark Miro. I want Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> That's pretty much what he wanted. I love Johnny B. Bad WCW. Yeah, and uh, oh man, fun stuff, fun stuff with that. So you got you got one. You got a more before because I have a bunch. Yeah, the other one I was going to mention. We watched this last was it the last show or whatever couple shows where we did WrestleMania eight, and Reba McIntyre sang the Star Spangled Banner. And at the time, I was thinking, I'm like, Vince McMahon is known to be different and went always went with America the Beautiful. And I've never heard anybody sing the Star Spangled Banner after her, so I thought she was the only one. But when I went back and watched it, Mean Gene actually sang Star yeah. Spangled Banner at WrestleMania 1. Uh-huh. So there's two people that sang the Star Spangled Banner. Why is that? So why was Reba special? I don't know. And then, then I was thinking maybe it was because of the Gulf War, but that was the year before. And I'm like, I don't really know why. Maybe maybe she just wanted to sing the Star Spangled maybe Banner. Maybe she's like, Brins. she's well, she is Tito Santana's sister. She is, or Reba McIntyre. And it was amazing. She's looking good. Oh my god! In her her outfit. Yes, she is. I love Bobby's comment. Here it comes. It's a Reba McIntyre. I still have a little crush Ooh, on her. On Reba? Oh, yeah. From the TV show? From the TV show, their performance. And I saw her at the whatever country music awards doing the hosting. She, she still looks good. And she's cute. I like her personality. Yeah. She's she's bubbly. Yeah. She's like redheads maybe too. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Forrest. She's coming to say hello. Uh, another one I have is Flo Rida at WrestleMania 28 playing Good Feeling. Dude, that was the best. Like for Miami and that vibe down there, just that party. Mister Three O, but why wasn't Pitbull there? Why wasn't Mister Three O Five there? He was there at a different mania in Florida. Yeah, he was. Uh, Florida had his fly girl dancers. He had no shirt on. He's just dripping in sweat. Yeah. Fun fact: I've seen Florida, and he did a private concert for my work's anniversary party. <laughs> so I saw Florida. So he's available for parties he's, and corporate he, events. He is available. Nothing but the hits, but. 
you know what I was I was got stuck not stuck but I rewatched WrestleMania 28 a little bit when I was watching this. Yeah. The this was like it was a four hour show. The crowd wasn't burnt out. That main event that was, was still a four hours. Yeah. The, that okay. Not including pre show, like the main it. show and the main event. People were into it. Like the crowd was buzzing. Everyone was ready for flow riding. Everyone was mm-hmm. happy. You know the whole match. They were into it and. That I think is the last WrestleMania where the main event had the crowd like into it the whole time. Maybe wasn't, wasn't maybe, uh, Machine Gun Kelly did yes. the intro for John Cena? He too. did, and people booed him for calling him the underdog. Yeah, for calling Cena the underdog, and he called The Rock like <laughs> someone selfish or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that was I liked Flo Rida. That was, was before I knew who Machine Gun Kelly was, at least for about five years, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's who Machine Gun Kelly. I is. still barely know who he is, but you know, he had a nice little performance i guess but yeah. he's not on my list he's not we're talking flow rider we're not right, talking right, about right, right. kelly i mean i love flow rider i remember i was doing uh, assisting like djs for weddings and stuff like that and there would be a couple flow rider songs i would make sure the dj would play like just for me just if, for you <laughs> well because we would have a list and then there would be like random songs like oh what do you want to play next or what do you want to play next and just to kind of fill the time and i'm like you know what throw in some right round by uh flow rider or some good feeling by flow rider i like it what do you got what's your next uh track or performance um i think i mentioned this earlier but tribute to the troops in 2010 i remember watching this and there was a song by um puff daddy but apparently it was diddy dirty money where it was two chicks and uh puff daddy mm-hmm. or p diddy and the song coming home i don't know if you yeah if you can cue it up somehow but i just remember watching it and then just just i don't know just the tribute of the troops it's around uh, in it's on around december so you get the holiday feeling, and then you're thinking like all of these troops and all these people are just away from their families, and you get WWE doing this, you know, tribute to the troops, and P Diddy singing this song, and they're showing this video montage in the back of all the troops and saying hi to mom and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like sad and touching, and it like really like made the show a lot better. For I just me. think of when LeBron went back to Cleveland and they played this video. <laughs> <laughs> See, not me. <laughs> And I think I was a little homesick at the time, too, because I had moved from, like, Chicago to Joliet, and I don't know, just everything about it. Mostly the troops. It's a, mostly around, the the holi- tr- around the holiday time. Mostly, mostly the troops. Mostly. I mean, it still touched me personally, too, but I, I don't know. I just I just really thought that that song was, like, perfect for that type of event. Okay. Uh, the next one I have is from WrestleMania 24, John Legend performing. Okay. And this was just classy. And I was thinking, what the hell is John Legend? Why? How did they get John Legend to be a... Yeah, what, what do they got on John Legend to get that pull in that kind of star? He's played his piano. He's nice and classy. Yeah. You know? This is no, like, BS yeah. Rock and Robin performance. <laughs> So that's the one I went through, and, you know, you go through them, and you're listening to them like every WrestleMania in order for me, and I'm listening to them like, all right, that's okay, that's okay. I didn't think Ray Charles, like, blew it out of the park, because the first part of it was, like, backfeed. He's a little, like, off the beginning, but he gets into it. Yeah, so it gets amazing towards the end. So Mm -hmm. I put Ray Charles in in, in one of my best performances. Okay. But then Rockin' Robin, she's off-key, her voice is cracking, and I'm like, what the hell? Why? There's like a... WWF Zone, Rockin' Robin. I'm the, like, oh, okay. She must maybe, have been a rib on maybe her because she can't sing. Well, I read that she, they had found out that she did karaoke when they were all hanging out and partying, and she was a good singer. But nobody bothered to, you know, have, have her do a, you know, a sound check before she went live. But that, that's 
one of the worst performances. Then the other one, it, it's not even on the network because I'm, I'm reading it. It just goes right into, it's like maybe like a battle Royal or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, where's the, you know, America, the beautiful or star spangled banner. And it's WrestleMania. Was it 14? Yeah. The, the DX, DX band. band. Yep. <laughs> the DX band. I'm like, Oh, it's so terrible. They cut it off the network. They did. I don't even have it queued up. Cause <laughs> yeah, but it, it's just that uh, new wave, new metal alternative version. Yeah. It's there's like, the good version of limp biscuit. And then there's, yeah, it's like, the oh, DX. say, can you see? Boom. 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 It was bad. The stars bangle. And like, whoa. Let's look at But what? WrestleMania 14 was, was the show of the DX band. It was. Because Triple H is coming out with China. Mm-hmm. They're kind of lazy. It's just like the, the instrumental. Yeah. There's no singing. But then they just fire it up when Shawn Michaels comes out. For to, sure. To face uh, Stone Cold. Let's... uh. Let's listen to something good here. This is Ray. Eric's moving his head around like Ray. What was cool about this old school is how they would do like the video. Like you wouldn't see Ray Charles. They show like, you know, the mountains and like eagles soaring through the sky. This reminds me of the Sandlot, that scene in the 4th of July in the Sandlot before that song. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's why I liked it so much. Yeah. Uh, next up is another non, I guess, America performance. It's from WrestleMania 20, which is a bit of a callback to this year's WrestleMania when the Doctor of Thugonomics made his debut back, his return back, John okay. Cena. And it's insane how over Cena was at WrestleMania 20. Is there uh, is there an, uh, an America song? No. This is his doc. His his rapping. Listen oh, okay. To Listen, he's got. You got the franchise player on the Super Bowl stage. So get that gorilla Big Show out of his cage. Ain't no way that I'm gonna lose to that King Kong ripoff. That's like Gary Coleman beating Patrick Ewing in a tip-off. Oh. Like, people loved it. I don't get it. Yeah. I wasn't watching it this time, but people loved that John Cena, you know? I liked his uh, return with Elias this WrestleMania. It was. That was it, fun. It was good. Talking about him. his bush or something. <laughs> yeah, something nuts with the Harry Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy, John. PG yeah. still here. PG is still here. All right. What, what else you got? <clears throat> the other one I have is... We're very prepared this week, as you can see. Well, I'm kind of going back and forth because I was going to do mine in order, but you're bouncing around, so i got to bounce around too. Mm-hmm. Oh, WrestleMania 28. I thought it was just fun and entertaining with Brodus Clay. Somebody and, call my mama? Yeah, and Mama Clay, and she comes out with the bridge club. It's like these young dancers with these big fat asses yep. and these grandma dresses and they're just bouncing their ass all over the place somebody call my mama somebody call my mama oh i liked it <laughs> but i like the part where he you know brothers clay before they all come out he's like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna call our mama and he picks up it's kind of quiet and the video shows this one guy who picks up the phone he's gonna call his mama <laughs> he's like mama i just wanted to call you this isn't what he said but and then he's, he's like, like you're what? here with what? the bridge you're club <laughs> come on out mama he's like this is my mama mama clay <laughs> Those are really fun moments, so I kind of wish I was there to see that. And now Brodus is an analyst on Fox News channel. It's just yeah. kind of weird. 
Next up is going to be, <clears throat> I'd say, a fan favorite of the PPW podcast of performances of okay. my impressions. Um, I think it's it's one of the top ones and one of the top shows for sure that we've done gone back and looked at for sure. Um, it's also one that I got requested to do. Come on, WWE making ad watch watch ads. I pull it up and uh, let's let's leave, let's see if this works here. Oh man, it's going at the beginning. Oh well. Anyway, let's do the impression of it. So if you remember, SummerSlam '93, there was a uh, special performance for the Lex Luger main event. Yeah. And it was with someone called Aaron Neville, mm-hmm. and he sang the Star Spangled Banner. He not did. not America the Beautiful. I'm trying to pull it up at the same time. Got to hit a high pitch. Wait, is this him? Hold on. <laughs> Here he comes. Oh, that wasn't him? I thought that was him. (laughs) Yeah, my man. (laughs) Neville. I love that impression. That's a good one. Yeah, the fantastic floor Ryan made me do it at the yeah. at the meetup. So, <laughs> did he record you doing it? No, but he probably should have. Yeah. So, it was fun to do. Oh man! So that, one of my favorites all time. Can I go into mine? Yeah, yeah. Is I just respect um, Triple H's love for Motorhead. So Motorhead has done the game, has done King of Kings, uh-huh. and then has done the Line in the Sand for Evolution. So Line I just, in the Sand. I just love how he just like you know stays true with the Let Me Kill Mister. Um, so Motorhead introduced uh, Triple H at WrestleMania 17 and 21, but uh-huh. I thought 21 was way better. I don't want to say we're here to kick your ass. Is that the that one? was the WrestleMania 17? Okay, Motorhead's here to kick your ass. Yeah, um, but WrestleMania 21 was fun because you get. Uh, it's just it's just more of a stage performance. Triple mm-hmm. H comes out from under the uh, um, the stage, comes yeah. up. Just the lighting, the pyro, and all, the, the sound, and you got Lemmy with the the friendly mutton chop. Seventeen, he was like clean shaven. I'm like, who is that guy? Oh, that's Lemmy. Mm-hmm. But this one is like traditional Lemmy. If you think of what he looks You're like, you're just a metalhead though, too. I am, so I like it. Well, another one I had, which is complete opposite of metal, was WrestleMania Six with Robert Goulet singing "Oh, oh yeah, Canada." Yeah. He's on my list. That was a good one. Um, I liked how he was just like very classy. He is. John well, I mean, he's was, a classy guy. John Legend was classy, but Mr. Robert Goulet. Yeah. There was also another performance with Steve Allen with the Bolsheviks in the bathroom. <laughs> so I'm going to play that clip right now. Okay. Soviet Union tag team partners Nikolai Volkov and Boris Yukov. You ready, guys? Okay, I don't plan to hit it that hard, but I'll do my best. I get no kick from Ukraine. Hey, that's not the Russian national anthem. I know that. It's just a little joke to warm up the crowd. Give us a break here. Okay, here we go. Hey, yourself. I know it's not the Russian national anthem. What is it? You play the Polish national anthem. Well, I said your postcard directly to him. Anyway, we're still he just said that was the Polish national anthem. <laughs> Perestroika and Glasnost, I dig them the utmost. And how is your sister tonight? How's your sister tonight? Let's go. No more Stalin. Okay, let's do one from the heart, folks. Let's do one for the homeland. Let's hear it from Mother Russia. Here we go. 
Same step, Ruth. Same thing. Back up to you, Jesse. I'm going to get out of here. You can get killed around here. Well, I'll tell you what, Gorilla. Steve Allen better get out of there because, you know, those two Bolsheviks, they don't like to be messed with when it comes to their singing. <laughs> Love Jesse the Ventura. I wish they did that more, like going back to you at the booth or something like that. Yeah. It's stuff that always was just better at the time, right? Yeah. <sighs> well, you yeah. may not like this, but I liked the Kid Rock performance at WrestleMania. Was it 25 or 26? It was 25. Yeah. Yeah, with all the divas. Yeah, I liked it. Because it, it almost felt like a halftime show where he got more time than I think other bands started getting. Yeah, it was a little bit of like the greatest hits. Yeah, and I had that album that he he, he did some of the songs off of, so mm-hmm. I, I liked it. But what was kind of strange and maybe not so strange was when he goes into the so hot, he's like, you know, your body and it smells like sex, and all the all the divas come dancing like strippers down the aisle, yeah, dancing with them, and I'm like, well, it's it's not so like awkward looking back on it if they had actually like been great wrestlers, yeah, but they weren't. They were just hot models and. Dressing skanky and Sonny was in that battle royal. She was Santina, the winner. Yeah, and that's sad too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I did notice Beth Phoenix and Natalia didn't, you know, shake their shit. They like were the, not like, all like, up. The, like Melina and no. Kelly Kelly and uh, the other ones that I saw. Tori S- Wilson. <laughs> did you did you get to watch from WrestleMania 11 when Salt and Peppa? I saw LT. it. I, I wasn't going to watch it though. Mm-hmm. The what a man. Yeah, what a LT is a mighty good man. <laughs> Not, I, just felt, I just felt like that was kind of corny. Like it just was. The time period was just. It was, but all this stuff's corny. Like, come on, Limp Biscuit. We're we're just saying how I'm awesome just, they were, and come on. Well, I I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm I'm more favorable to um, you know, the rock and metal stuff. But I will say, WrestleMania Five. I was really looking forward to Run DMC. Uh-huh. I'm like Run DMC. Okay, cool. Let's see what this goes. You got Run. You got DMC. You got other DJs and shit in the ring, and the crowd was just sitting on their hands. All the people are like, who are they? Well, it was Trump Tower, too. It was like Trump Plaza. Yeah, but everybody, it did, I don't. Bunch I mean, of if comps. You're going to bring somebody. Oh, yeah. Bunch I of comp tickets, that. like <laughs> casino rollers. Like, they're <laughs> what's going DMC on here? Uh, one thing that I did like, this was uh, WrestleMania 27 mm-hmm. when John Cena came out to that choir. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. So I'm going to play it really quick here. And I kind of felt bad because the choir got booed because Cena came out. But, like, yeah. they did great. But so, that's. My time is up. I wonder how many of this like church group was like wrestling fans, and they're like, "What the hell is this that we're doing here?" Like, here's your check. But I yeah. liked it. I thought it was cool. I thought it, yeah. it was very cool, and I don't think it gets talked about a lot. But it's hard. It's hard to be a live band, and the the band the the performer you're playing for gets booed. Yeah, because I felt like that was unfair for them, and I also felt like it was unfair for Joan Jett this year. Because I mean, that's one of her favorites. One of her hits. Yeah. Is that bad reputation? But she's getting booed, and I don't know if she really knew that she's getting booed because they're booing Ronda. So I kind of felt bad for Joan Jett because I don't know how much of a wrestling fan she is. Yeah. But she got booed off the stage, and it was only because of Ronda. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, think about it though. At WrestleMania 29, Punk's supposed to be the heel. People liked Living Color. They oh yeah. Had a good performance. Yeah, but they didn't boo Living Color. Right, because they were so great. Like maybe Joan Jett should have brought a little bit more, like Living <laughs> Color did. You know? Yeah, that's possible. I'm guessing they're on your list for for your Living songs. Color. Yeah. I mean, they are. I mean, I mean, what's to mention? <laughs> they brought a song that was like 25 years. I mean, same with Joan Jett. <laughs> yeah. 20, 30 But Joan Jett has a few more hits at least. <laughs> she does. She's got a bunch of hits. Joan Living Jett Color is just Hearts. that one. That's a good one, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I had, this is not like a uh, hit, but I liked Bray Wyatt's entrance, WrestleMania 30 with that band. They all yeah, it's cre- kind of interesting to see how they played that. They had the creepy mass and stuff, and like mm-hmm. they sounded great, too, like the track. I was a big fan. Um, next up, uh, I guess I'll go to this one next. WrestleMania 7, Willie Nelson. His performance like wasn't amazing, but I just loved how gimmicked up he was. He had all the merch on. Here, yeah. Here's Willie. He's got the Bret Hart hat, shirt, He's got the Bret Hart sunglasses, the pants. Here. Shawn Michaels earrings. <laughs> got a fanny pack on. <laughs> WWF fanny pack. Sure he does. To hide his joints. I think Bruce Pritchard said the podcast, him and Willie smoked all of the weed like that, that, sure that day before, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, just a couple more to, to wrap up. What do you have before I get kind of the main event one? Uh, I think that's all that I have. Yeah, we talked a lot Cause about Because I, I have, you know, who my favorite ones were. So I, I guess my America, the beautiful renditions. I got Ray Charles from WrestleMania 2. Aretha Franklin from WrestleMania 23. I thought she did a lot better than WrestleMania 3. Mm-hmm. And then Lillian Garcia at WrestleMania 28, even though she did like two other performances. But 28 was my favorite of hers. Yeah. Here, let's play the, the most famous one, I guess. And this is, again, Vince with the... Rock and Robin? <laughs> with the big intro. Okay. Here we go. This from Mean WrestleMania, Gene? I, this from WrestleMania 3. Where he pukes on her. America, the beautiful, the queen of soul, Miss Arita Franklin. Look at Vince, man. Like you said, if I was a guy, I'd hire him. Like, come on, a oh, door yeah. with me. <laughs> Bring me that Vince McMahon guy. He really knows how to sell me. Mm-hmm. Very classy. That yeah. WrestleMania 23, she comes out looking like she ate Aretha Franklin. But hey, hey I, thought, I thought the performance was better though. At 23, yeah, okay. I think you're probably right because well, she, she had 20 years to uh, and she you didn't know, have to play the p- she didn't have to play the piano. She probably had some rehearsals. This wasn't so so organized, point. right? <laughs> it was like, hey, you're out in five, four. Oh shit, get out there now. Yeah, with really quick. Speaking of WrestleMania 3, in case you missed our show a couple weeks ago, I got to interview Charlie who was at WrestleMania 3, and that was pretty cool. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it, but it was pretty sweet to hear the stories of being there in person and the perspective of a 12-year-old kid at this massive event. So it was pretty cool to talk to him about that. Uh, but that was my last performance for this week was the Aretha Franklin one. So All I thought right. this was fun to look back on. Yeah, uh, it really was. I think for our next show, if you're up for it, I want to take a look back at WrestleMania 28 because that's more of a recent show. And again, yeah. I think that is one of the ones where – the last one I can remember where the, everyone's really into the main event. I think that is the one where I kind of actually watched the WrestleMania. Okay. Like got back into it. Like I got back into Raw and stuff after a couple of years with Punk and whatever. But mm-hmm. then just the storylines going into this one, I'm like, I got I to gotta get this WrestleMania. So I actually paid 
for this nope. WrestleMania. I was, I was there, and, and I'll, I'm not going to talk too much about it, so I'll go over my, my live experience mm-hmm. being there next week and, the re, and looking back on it sure, and all that stuff. So I really appreciate everyone sticking with us in these, these few weeks here while we've been off. My computer's been getting repaired. Um, we'll try to have a new show up for you next week again for sure. Um, and I think that's pretty much it as far as housekeeping stuff. Um, awesome meeting everyone WrestleMania weekend. I'm telling everyone, come out here for Survivor Series in November. Um, we'll meet up again, and I'll give you a tour of Chicago. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for the support. If you want to listen to this show, if you want to listen to the show, if you want to support <laughs> the show, whatamaneuver.net, please pick up a T-shirt. It helps go right to our server costs to make the show free every week. And also, PPW Podcast on Twitter, Positively Processing Podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, leave a review on iTunes, and it'd be really, really appreciated. Anything else, Eric? That's it. All right, guys, we will see you next week.